Chapter 27 Kidnapped When Daisy arrived home from school that afternoon, playing with her bandolore as she went, she headed as usual to her father's workshop to tell him about her day. However, to her surprise, she found the workshop locked up. Assuming that Mr Dovetail had finished work early and was back in the cottage, she walked in through the front door with her school books under her arm. Daisy stopped dead in the doorway, staring around. All the furniture was gone, as were the pictures on the walls, the rug on the floor, the lamps and even the stove. She opened her mouth to call her father, but in that instant a sack was thrown over her head and a hand clamped over her mouth. Her school books and her bandolore fell with a series of thuds to the floor. Daisy was lifted off her feet, struggling wildly, and then carried out of the house and slung into the back of a wagon. If you make a noise, said a rough voice in her ear, we'll kill your father. Daisy, who'd drawn breath into her lungs to scream, let it out quietly instead. She felt the wagon lurch and heard the jingling of a harness and trotting hooves as they began to move. By the turn that the wagon took, Daisy knew that they were heading out of the city within the city and by the sounds of market traders and other horses, she realised they were moving out into wider Chouville. Though more frightened than she'd ever been in her life, Daisy nevertheless forced herself to concentrate on every turn, every sound and every smell, so she could get some idea of where she was being taken. After a while, the horse's hooves were no longer falling on cobblestones, but on an earthy track, and the sugar-sweet air of Shoeville was gone, replaced by the green, loamy smell of the countryside. The man who'd kidnapped Daisy was a large, rough member of the Ichabog Defence Brigade called Private Prod. Spittleworth had told Prod to get rid of the little dovetail girl and Prod had understood Spittleworth to mean that he was to kill her. Prod was quite right to think this. Spittleworth had selected Prod for the job of murdering Daisy because Prod was fond of using his fists and seemed not to care whom he hurt. However, as he drove through the countryside, passing woods and forests where he might easily strangle Daisy and bury her body, it slowly dawned on Private Prod that he wasn't going to be able to do it. He happened to have a little niece around Daisy's age, of whom he was very fond. In fact, every time he imagined himself strangling Daisy, he seemed to see his niece, Rosie, in his mind's eye, pleading for her life. So instead of turning off the dirt track into the woods, 
Prod drove the wagon onward, racking his brains as to what to do with Daisy. Inside the flour sack, Daisy smelled the sausages of Baronstown, mingling with the cheese fumes of Kurdsburg, and wondered which of the two she was being taken to. Her father had occasionally taken her to buy cheese and meat in these famous cities. She believed that if she could somehow give the driver the slip when he lifted her down from the wagon, she'd be able to make her way back to Shuville in a couple of days. Her frantic mind kept returning to her father and where he was and why all the furniture in their house had been removed but she forced herself to concentrate on the journey the wagon was making to be sure of finding her way home again. However, hard as she listened out for the sound of the horse's hooves on the stone bridge over the flumer that connected Baronstown and Kurdsburg, it never came, because instead of entering either city, Private Prod passed them by. He just had a brainwave about what to do with Daisy. So skirting the city of sausage makers, he drove on north. Slowly the meat and cheese smells disappeared from the air and night began to fall. Private Prod had remembered an old woman who lived on the outskirts of Jeroboam which happened to be his hometown. Everyone called this old woman Ma Grunter. She took in orphans and was paid one ducat a month for each child she had living with her. No boy or girl had ever succeeded in running away from Ma Grunter's house and it was this that made Prod decide to take Daisy there. The last thing he wanted was Daisy finding her way back home to Shuville, because Spittleworth was likely to be furious that Prod hadn't done what he was told. Though so scared, cold and uncomfortable in the back of the wagon, the rocking had lulled Daisy to sleep, but suddenly she jerked awake again. She could smell something different on the air now, something she didn't much like, and after a while she identified it as wine fumes, which she recognised from the rare occasions when Mr Dovetail had a drink. They must be approaching Jeroboam, a city she'd never visited. Through the small holes in the sack she could see daybreak, the wagon was soon jolting over cobblestones again and after a while it came to a halt. At once Daisy tried to wriggle out of the back of the wagon onto the ground but before she'd hit the street Private Prod seized her. Then he carried her struggling to the door of Mar Grunter's which he pounded with a heavy fist. All right, all right, I'm coming came a high, cracked voice from inside the house. There came the noise of many bolts and chains being removed 
and Ma Grunter was revealed in the doorway, leaning heavily on a silver-topped cane, though, of course, Daisy, being still in the sack, couldn't see her. New child for you, Ma, said Prod, carrying the wriggling sack into Ma Grunter's hallway, which smelled of boiled cabbage and cheap wine. Now, you might think Miss Ma Grunter would be alarmed to see a child in a sack carried into her house, but in fact the kidnapped children of so-called traitors had found their way to her before. She didn't care what a child's story was. All she cared about was the one ducat a month the authorities paid her for keeping them. The more children she packed into her tumble-down hovel, the more wine she could afford, which was really all she cared about. So she held out her hand and croaked, Five ducats placement fee, which was what she always asked for if she could tell somebody really wanted to get rid of a child. Prod scowled, handed over five ducats and left without another word. Ma Grunter slammed the door behind him. As he climbed back onto his wagon, Prod heard the rattle of Ma Grunter's chains and the scraping of her locks. Even if it had cost him half his month's pay, Prod was glad to have gotten rid of the problem of Daisy Dovetail and he drove off as fast as he could back to the capital.